The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servant said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at that time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, First, gather together the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Matthew thirteen, twenty-four through 30 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. I'm Neil Parks. Last time, as we continued with our study of the seven churches, we see how the act of compromising with Satan's implants is an ongoing spiritual battle and warfare with all seven letters. I marvel at how the Lord is bringing this to our attention in his last epistle before his return. Nothing is by mistake, my friends. Each letter is a warning to us as well. Well, today's message to Thyatria, the corrupt church, in Revelation two eighteen through 29. And the angel, excuse me, and to the angel divine messenger of the church in Thyatira write, These are the words of the Son of God, who has eyes that flash like a flame of fire in righteous judgment, and whose feet are like burnished white bronze. I know your deeds, your love and faith and service and patient endurance, and that your last deeds are more numerous and greater than your first. But I have this charge against you, that you tolerate the woman Jezebel, a who calls herself a prophetess, claiming to be inspired, and she teaches and misleads my bondservants, so that they commit acts of sexual immorality and eat food sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent, 
or to change her inner self and her sinful way of thinking, but she has no desire to repent of her immorality and refuses to do so. Listen carefully. I will throw her on a bed of sickness, and those who commit adultery with her I will bring into great anguish, unless they repent of her deeds, and I will kill her children followers with pestilence, thoroughly annihilating them. And all the churches will know without any doubt that I am he who searches the minds and hearts of the innermost thoughts and purposes. And I will give to each one of you a reward or punishment according to your deeds. But to the rest of you in Thyateria, who do not hold this teaching, who have not explored and known the depths of Satan, as they call them, I place no other burden on you except to hold tightly to what you have until I come. And he who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God and he who keeps my deeds, doing things that please me, until the very end, to him I will give authority and power over the nations, and he shall shepherd and rule them with a rod of iron, as the earthen pots are broken in pieces, as I also have received authority and power to rule them from my Father. And I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the Spirit says to the churches. Well, here we go again, following Pergamos and their compromise, and now Thyateria with corruption. The tactic is Satan's plants within the church. So here we are 2,000 years later, and the same thing is going on. The weeds are still in the garden, have you noticed? Thyateria was a very prosperous city and had many businesses one in particular was a material dye-coloring business that a woman named Lydia owned and who just happened to be the first saved person in all of Europe. Acts sixteen fourteen through 15. A woman named Lydia from the city of Thyateria, a dealer in purple fabrics who was already a worshiper of God, listened to us, and the Lord opened her heart to pay attention and to respond to things said by Paul. 
And when she was baptized along with her household, she pleaded with us, saying, If you have judged me and decided that I am faithful to the Lord, a true believer, come to my house and stay. And she persuaded us. That was Luke's writing. So, we know that the remnant bride is in this church, but the enemy is mixed in it as well. Jesus explained this in Matthew twenty-four ten through 13. Jesus speaking. During that time, many believers will lose their faith. They will turn against each other and hate each other. Many false prophets will come and cause many people to believe things that are wrong. There will be so much more evil in the world that the love of most believers will grow cold. But one, but the one who remains faithful to the end will be saved. Folks, the falling away of believers is a sign that Paul talks about in 2 Thessalonians 2.3. So here in Revelation 2, the Lord is rebuking Thyatira. But I have this charge, he says in verse 20, against you, that you tolerate the woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, claiming to be inspired, and she teaches and misleads my bond servants so that they commit acts of sexual immorality and eat food sacrificed to idols. Well, it sounds like Jezebel is strutting her stuff, you might say, and the flesh is alive and well in Thyatira. Paul describes the works of the flesh in Galatians five nineteen through 21. Paul says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentious, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, and heresies. He goes on to say envy and murders and drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Well, folks, what we're seeing here in this corrupt church of Thyatira, we're seeing sinful behaviors. So, my friends, we as the body of Christ must understand warfare and the corruption within the church garden. You see, there are tares amongst the wheat that promote spiritual adultery. Let's pray. 
Father God, we come before Thee, lifting You up, Lord, because You left Your throne in heaven. You came to rescue us. You came for Your bride, Lord. And so we just lift you up right now, wanting you to be glorified. Lord Jesus, we know that your word is true and faithful. And you're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And what John was writing about in the book of Revelation, Father God, it was the preface, the book of Revelation, to your coming to retrieve your bride. Father God, we just thank you that we can be in your plan, that you love us so much. But Lord, what you've shown us is that the church has invaders within it. We see in these letters to these churches that John is writing about, Father God, that there is corruption, there is compromise. And Lord Jesus, we know that, that you are purifying your bride. You know what's going on, Father God. This is no surprise to you. So we just lift up all the churches around this world, Lord, and that there is a remnant in and within the body of believers that are faithful. So, Father God, I just pray right now that, that the wheat would be cultivated, Father God, and the wheat would be made strong to endure and to overcome any influence that may be a deterrent to them drawing closer and more intimate with you. Father, you've left us here for a purpose, as vessels to be used in these last days. So, Lord Jesus, I just lift up this body, this body of wheat, even though there are weeds and tares trying to tear down your work, Lord, but they will not succeed. Father God, so we just, we just love you and praise you, and each and every listener of this podcast will seek you with all their heart, Lord. And you will strengthen them. And you will empower them. And they will not compromise. 
and they would expose the corruption. There's a lost and dying world that is watching us, Lord. And Father God, we just we just pray for them as well. And we just thank you that we can be in these moments. And we pray for the for the some people that will fall away. But that is a sign of your return. That is a sign, Father God, that you have told us about and warned us about. So we lift you up in the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, I just thank you all for being here today and listening. And I'd love to hear from you at Fill the Lamp. All one word, Fill the Lamp at yahoo.com. So on next, until next time, I'm Neil Parks. <laughs>